If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Broadcasting live from Florida's capital city, this is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, Show 93, 3 Real Talk, Radio War Chat TV. Good to be with you. Happy Balls Big Wednesday, everybody. Tom, we got to do uh, before the before the end of next week. Let's put a modest goal together. I think we can do some um, Big Daddy J wagers for uh, for some for some hockey here. Oh soon. yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I think I think it's time. You know what I figured out about us, by the way. Just as an aside, uh, I'll get lightning first period over. Yeah, always. Um, I will, and also the over period, we can't stop anybody. Everybody scores a ton against us. I mean, it's four to nothing last night. Next thing you know, it's five to three. It's four to one the other night against Toronto. We lose five to four. I, we can't stop anybody from scoring. I'm about damn tired of watching it, but that's, that's us. Well, there's no Vassy. I think our goalie, one of our goalies probably played for Florida state and club last year. It feels that way. Everything that goes on net goes in. Especially once you have the lead, everything goes in. I'm like, oh, really? Gave up another one, did you? You're looking right at it. And the crazy thing is, we're in second place in our division. <laughs> no, you take it. It's a year just to make the playoffs. But I'm saying, For like, sure. yeah, yeah, it's a year just to make the playoffs. And we can score Which, with anybody. In its own way, is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be dominant. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, we spend so much time being but, dominant, it's exhausting. But in a way, it is. But, yeah. like, also, it devalues the regular season. Right, so, like, ah, right. Now you value one, the regular season. Come on. You better hold every on. Every point matters. Well, once you get in, you could be as bad as Florida was well, throughout the course of the regular season last year and find yourself in the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, the Toronto game, that, that is 100% fact. <laughs> yeah. The Toronto game, you're up 4-1, to one, you're right, you're down 5-4, you score with two minutes to go. It's a point. Got a point. There you go. I, I agree, but it's 
It's a little frustrating. You're like, come on, man. We're boat racing this group here. Make a stop. Um, yeah, I don't like either. No. Uh, any of the, the slappies not named Vassy, I'm done with. I, we just a bunch of, we, can, we can't find anybody. There's nobody out there. We don't have the money. A hundred bucks will do better than what we got in there. A hundred bucks. All right. Back to football. <laughs> Sorry. That's an aside. I just want us to get back to wagering this. Right now, overs across the board. It's yeah. like, it's like. by the way, did you know if you blindly bet the unders in the NFL this year, you're hitting it like 64%? Mm. Blindly. If you don't care, you just look at numbers and you go, I'm betting every effing under every week. I don't care what the matchup is. You would be up like 64%. There is a guy I was listening to, a Weekend Sports Radio. How about that? Uh, just driving Driving around, about town? Driving yeah. about. But it was a gambling program. So well, that's a great it. show. <laughs> and the guy- <laughs> Never heard it. And the guy said, you know, the funny thing is for a good 10 years there, I couldn't name you 15 starting quarterbacks in the NFL. I just see the numbers. I don't see anything. He goes, in fact, with all the injuries right now, I don't know that I could name more than 12 starting quarterbacks in the NFL because I play the numbers. The moment you start to learn their names, you get attached to them. <laughs> I was like, well, that's an interesting philosophy. Yeah. Well, I do so, care about the human beings playing because it makes it more uh, connectable. I, I care about winning wagers. You can do both. You can separate. Like, I, if, if yeah. FSU were bad, I could bet against them. I've done it. Oh. Oh, easily. What an admission. Oh, there have been years with You're the sharing the screen with an 18-year Golden Chief booster, uh- <laughs> and you are admitting. <laughs> One has nothing to do with the other. There have been years. One is the opposite of the other. Oh, no, that's One not. One is support, not, and oh, the other is. How am I not supporting them? What are you talking about? Uh, no, there have been years with the basketball program where I was on a heater for us to win because they were underestimating who we were. And there have been years where I'm like, oh, we are straight up ass. Let's take that other side every week. <laughs> you just got to know what you're looking at. Hey, by the way, everybody, and I'm not a spokesman, but I hope to be. The Hard Rock app is up and running. Wagers can be made, everybody. Mm. Legally. Just shoobity doop, shoobity doop. I did that on Monday. Yeah, I got the email that says, You are such a valued customer. Look oh, at you. Oh, buddy. You are just one sexy man. And for that reason, we're going to give you 100 bones. Here's 100 bones, risk free. Go ahead. See what happens. And I think I will. Team uh, total over Florida State. They, Let's gave, do it. they gave you $100? Well, they said up to $100, and then we'll give you a, a promotional bet on the other side. Son of, of a bitch. I didn't yeah. get such a uh, – I, I put money in. I didn't get any such offer. You know? I've already made four bets. <laughs> Maybe we should have a running counter uh, on the bottom of the screen, mm-hmm. and then it'll sync up to a computer you have over there, and then every time you make a bet, you just got to move that counter up one. So, like, Jeff's bets for the week, five – I'll tell you what I've bet so far on the new Hard Rock app. Hard Rock, I could do this for you on a daily basis. And I'd be happy to do Surely there's somebody downtown who knows somebody. Who knows somebody at Hard Rock understands the kind of gambling Jesse that I am and is willing to hook a brother up with the fine folks at Hard Rock. What a wonderful facility. Hope to be there soon. Uh, Kansas minus three and a half. I laid it. I took Houston minus two and a half. Late it. Alabama, minus 10.5 against Kentucky. Oh, you were liking that central time zone this weekend. Uh, late it. So there it is. Those are three, and then I made another one, uh, but that one was through my bookie. So it was really just three. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's what we have.
why it was too good to be true. Couldn't get the number on the Hard Rock app. Hey, by the way, I like that, P. Simpson. Jeff's Rock Hard Bets presented by Hard Rock Bet. <laughs> All right. Hard Rock. So there it is. We're back in business, everybody. And, hey, gamble responsibly. I'm not responsible for what you do. You're a grown-ass man. You decide what you're going to do. Make sure that you can afford to lose whatever it is you're betting before you do it. I don't want any pushback. I already get enough. I know Jeff has said he's confident this will be the norm for FSU moving forward, but this feels like a must. That's from Cody in the chat. I wanted to answer it. This year feels like it, yeah. If you are talking about the possibility of winning the national championship in short order, meaning like sooner rather than later, I might agree with you that this is your best chance for a while because you have who you have at quarterback and you have a first-round draft pick at wide receiver in Keon Coleman. Um, but I, I do think I'm right about this being the norm. The playoff expands to 12 teams next year, and I think more often than not, with Mike Norvell at the helm, and the program on solid footing, solid ground, Florida State is going to be in a place to compete to make the playoff more often than not. It won't be every year. may not be next year. But they will more often than not be in a position to do it. And so I'm not that worried. It was about getting back to this place of stability, and Florida State's done that. They've already achieved that. Now, there's more to do. There's a lot more work to do. And I know, you know, Tom said before the year he felt like this was a unique opportunity, not just because of what you had in Jordan Travis, and not just because it was a veteran-laden team and that the battles ended a good job of roster retention and keeping our key players for this season, most notably Johnny, Verse, Travis, but also because of the improvements to the roster in the form of Keon Coleman, Jaheim Bell, Kyle Morlock, et cetera. But I, I I feel like while that's true, you have a unique opportunity because the other programs that are vying for it are not at their apex. They are not all in a position to have a veteran-laden quarterback leading an uber-talented team. Like Georgia, if you had a fifth-year senior at quarterback who was uniquely gifted, would feel a little unbeatable. But they don't have that. Now, I will tell you, I'm very sad to see that Carson Beck is going to be a first-round draft choice in the NFL. He's really good. Not this year, but he will be. He's talented. Immensely talented. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I've watched him closely, and the more I watch him, I'm like, he's freaking really good. All the throws, really good, getting better every week. Pisses me off. Anyhow, that's an aside. Just ready yourself for that, everybody. He's elite. Go Ole Miss. They're not going to win, Tom. Just as I told you, your beloved Virginia Tech Hokies were dead hey, in the water against Louisville. Look, That game I, was not even close. We didn't even mention it. The tall boys that I won this week, you notice I haven't brought it up. That game was an ass stomping. It was loyalty. I was sticking to all it. All right. Well, have your loyalty all you want. But <laughs> but they're not any good, and they got it's shown. my favorite cup of tea. They got shown the door. They were told to take it on down the road officially is what they were told. Anyhow, Carson's young. And, uh, oh, that makes me think of, hello, Carson. Hello, uh, Carson. Yeah, <laughs> so good. It's so unsettling. Turns and looks. You don't have to do this. Yeah, I, I can show you 
<laughs> That's the whole thing. I don't. Um, so that guy is going to be really good, but he's just a freshman now. Ohio State doesn't really have a great offense in any way, shape, or form. they got a great player on offense, an elite player on offense, maybe the best player in the country. But he's one player in his wide receiver. And their average is hell at quarterback. You know, I think that if you look at the other contenders, there there are some flaws there that you feel okay about. Like, you got a, you got a chance. So I see Tom's point, but I, I just think the long – term is so so bright for Florida State they're gonna get more players they're gonna continue to add to this roster they got a great recruiting class coming in they have a chance to I think infuse some more veteran talent this offseason through the portal I think they will I think this season has revealed that while you've taken a massive step forward and that you can compete with anybody in the country and you can beat most where you've got to find greater depth and stability linebacker offensive line uh, I, I think you see that now. I think you know that. And so you can really attack that. And you've got an entity like the Battles Inn that's willing, if the coaches could bring the players in, to help out and find opportunities for those kids. Yeah, this is a year, you know, I think we're equipped for the fight. No matter who we see in the playoff, should we finish the job and get there, we're equipped for the fight. We can win it. Does that mean we're better 1-85 through 85 than those teams we would see in the playoff? No, doesn't matter, though. We're equipped for the fight. We can do it. Next year, just put yourself in that position for a minute. It's a strange one because right now we know we're going to the playoffs. Right now, right here as we sit here before the Miami game, short of losing out, you are going to the playoffs. You're going to make it because you're going to be one of the at-large teams. Even if you go to Charlotte and Louisville plays the game of their life, they're going to the playoffs and so are you. Now, that's where we would be. So there would be a, an immense amount of pressure lifted from the moment that we're living in right now, which is you've got so much to lose. It's a strange place to be. I hope to be in it very often in the near future where you know when the calendar changes from October to November, yeah. you're all good. Everything's going to be fine. Like Alabama, every year before they kick off the season until Saban leaves, they're going to be in the playoff. Like you just know. It's just a matter of are we playing? Do we have a bye week? Do we not have a bye week? For me, my hope, selfishly, next year, just finish fifth. Right smack dab on that line between bye week and no bye week. Let's host a playoff game at Doak Campbell It'd be State fun as hell, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. care about the extra game. Don't. I want to see Doak for a playoff atmosphere. I want to see Doak in December. That would be baller, and I hope that we're in a position to do that next It'd be year. really fun. It would be really fun. You're right. By the way, uh, your description of Alabama being in the playoff hunt year in, year out, this may be his best coaching job. I mean, it's – you know, I know we're loath to, to – Lay praise at the feet of Nick Saban. He's gotten enough of it over time, but, man, it's impressive. Well, think about it, too. Like, he pretty much was in the playoff every year when it was a four-team playoff. Right. And, and for a while there, for a BCS championship game, he was pretty much in it when they kicked off the season. Yeah. It was a two-team No, deal. he's remarkable. But if you're at Oregon right now or Texas or – I mean, there are so many teams right now that would be not sweating it all that much in terms of the do-or-die nature of every week of the college football season. We're going to miss that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it just it changes the energy of maybe being a a ten and two team that is the underdog in Charlotte. But you're gonna care more because you could get into the playoff, even though we don't deserve necessarily. We're probably the 18th best team in the country. But you could get yeah. you win today and you upset Clemson. You know, like whatever right, that scenario right. is, you can be in. Where I would like it is sitting there watching last night. I know you guys did a reaction show. I was. Uh, 
uh, spared having to do the reaction show I was last doing night. the editorial side right last night yeah but but so and I did it the first week and it was fun and it's fun to be a part of that conversation I hate the dog and pony show that it is I saw last night where Greg McElroy was tabbed to be the ass um you know and I like Greg uh but it seems like it goes week to week to week where somebody has to have an outlandish opinion that everybody can be angry about I thought his was on display last night um they have to make that interesting, especially when nothing uh, changed. Well, if you have eight yeah. spots that don't change in your top ten, then you have to create drama. And they did last night. They tried to create drama. Yeah, that's you, you had some people saying that if Texas, uh, that there's no world in which if Texas wins out that they're not in. Oh, sure there is. What if Oregon wins out? And they both have one loss. Oh, the, the, Oregon's only losses to Washington, who's undefeated? What are you talking about? At that point, that's a better win. Agreed. Uh, I would say, though, that at this point, you could take a look at those one-loss resumes as they stand here today and have a fair argument about where Oregon should be in that pecking order. The Utah win is a very good one. It's a huge win, and nobody does that to Utah there. But the Texas win over Alabama is superior to Oregon's best win. And so why is there a difference there? Because the eye test is telling you that. that. That's what the committee... No, no, I have no problem saying that right now, but I'm saying if we play it out... Sure. And they both end up with one loss, and Oregon avenges their loss to Washington? Correct, but that doesn't mean they should be where they are now, I think, is, is the fair point you could make and say, all right, if you want to earn it, earn it. And, and like for Michigan, Michigan, you go 13-0 and you By win the, way, the Big Michigan Ten. Michigan shouldn't be in the top four. I agree. And, and I agree. Like we, we can all get mad about where some of these one-loss teams are. The real argument is why is Michigan sniffing the top five? Agreed. They shouldn't be. They should be behind Washington. Michigan should be sixth in this poll. Yeah, fifth. sixth. Yeah. Well, Washington would be fifth, right? No, we, they. Oh, you're they're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry. Yeah. Fifth. Yeah, that's where they they should be. Maybe. No, agreed. Maybe. Well, this is the conclusion. I might, I might put Oregon in front of them with one loss. <laughs> well, oh, their losses by three on the road to Washington, who's undefeated. <laughs> who's Michigan beaten? Nobody. I agree. Nobody. But the point is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter well, because they're going to play Ohio State. They're going to play Penn State, and then. What's fascinating to me, though, is that you have a top three and then a tier and then us. And I almost feel like after this week, we're in our own tier. We're like in this protected little bubble at fourth where we're not good enough to be in their definition of the top three. But Washington, which just won a ranked matchup at the time against USC, who's not good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But if you wanted to make an argument, make it close there, you could have. I could put Washington number one right now. I could put Washington number one right now. Their, their win over Oregon is a better win than Ohio State's win over Penn State. Yeah, that's true. Ohio State's win over Notre Dame doesn't mean anything. Louisville just beat their ass and they just lost oh, to Clemson. No, but it meant something at the time, well, so therefore it carries. No, no, but I'm saying like <laughs> Notre Dame has since lost convincingly, and they just lost to Clemson. That win doesn't mean anything anymore. If our win against Clemson suddenly doesn't mean anything, then so do, what does the Notre Dame win mean to Ohio State? Who cares? That team just got stomped by Clemson. Understand that's not how it works, though. So, you know but go back. Well, but I, they, oh, they pick and choose. They do. Of they course, pick they pick and choose where that win matters. If it did or didn't matter. It, by this logic, you can say Washington should be number one. Yeah, by this logic, uh, we should be well above in terms of uh, the accomplishments, Michigan, at this point. Well, I think by that logic, you, it would be interesting. You really could make this. Michigan should be at least fifth. I agree yeah, with you. At, by this logic, you could easily make it if you wanted to. You could make it Washington one, either Ohio State or Florida State two, the others three, okay? Yep. And then you would put Georgia four. Now, the win for uh, over Mizzou, though, should, puts them back in that 
in the top four. Well, I mean, four. for three or two, yeah. That's their biggest win, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a bigger win than we have at this point, if you want to go do it that way, because LSU has been devalued. They're and now Clemson down. has been devalued. Okay, yeah. They got right. seven losses between those two teams. Yeah, so you which, can move us down, and you can put Georgia ahead of us. and we, yeah. yeah, yeah. You could do the same with Ohio State, move them down if you wanted to. Because, yep. again, they only have one significant win uh, now that Notre Dame just lost again. This is They choose not to do this. You're correct. They pick and they choose. I don't know that anybody, even a Michigan fan, who was reasonable, would have a problem with being fifth and then the committee chair saying, well, if they went out, they're going to be in, guys. Like, if they if they went out with the, the back-loaded schedule that they have with Penn State and Ohio State and they win the conference championship, they're 13-0, and and they've gone through those two games and they win them, you guys have nothing to sweat. But for right now, you haven't done a thing. So that's why you're five. Like, who has a problem with that? Yeah, Not even amazing. a Michigan fan. Like, well, you're right. If we just beat Penn State and we beat Ohio State, then we'll be fine. Fair. Uh, ben, you're wrong. It is available, and I've made three bets. I'm in Florida. I have the app in Florida, and I've used it three times today. So I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. Anyhow, um, back to this. I think if you had it before, you have access before uh, everybody the general, else. It's the, an early, yeah, the general public because it's coming public for everybody within the I, week. Yeah. Well, I already know two people that have made bets today. One lives in Ocala. One lives in Miami. The well, actually, I know three. Another one who lives in St. Pete. So it's available. I was incentivized to that end, yeah. as I've said. Yeah. So you've made bets on it. Uh, I I did a good job there before go. in that brief window it was open. I did very well. So we've made four or five bets that are available. So I don't know. Ben, good luck. Michigan, Ohio State play each other. Michigan plays Penn State. This is all going to work out. I have a sense that Oregon's going to beat Washington, but they have to play the game. They do. That'll get interesting. Well, look. That'll get interesting. The Civil War could get interesting before they play in the Pac-12 championship game. Who's to say that Oregon State doesn't give Oregon a game? They could. They oh, get sure, there. they could. They could, yeah. I mean, I would I'd kind of be surprised, but they could. They certainly could. What if Caleb Williams shows up this weekend? Well, and, Caleb Williams know? shows up every weekend. He had an incredible game last week. He just doesn't have a defense to play well, for. The problem is he also is um, – He's not just trying to be perfect. He's also actively hurting them now yeah, two or three times a game. There, there's a because difference. he has to because their defense is never going to get a stop. But you don't have to go loaf of bread. And uh, Well, I agree, but if you're scoring 42 points a game or more and you're throwing for 400 yards every week and four touchdowns, you're not the problem. Agreed. There's just a little <laughs> bit of Tampa, Buc- uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers Jameis in there. Just a little I bit. I don't think that's true. I, I think what's it's become that because of this untenable situation that they're at. Listen, I don't care. I hate USC. I don't care. I don't hate USC. I, I don't like USC. I don't care. I'm glad they're losing. That's fine. But dude is a beast. He He's yes. making throw after throw after throw. That's insane. And he has to because they're never going to get a stop. Hence, they fire their defensive coordinator in the middle of the season. Unequivocally, he's a beast. There's no doubt about this. Yeah. But he's also gifting the opposition multiple scores a game in their most recent couple of losses. Notre Dame won being a great example. But then last week, before the half, a critical turnover that you cannot have. And then at the end of the game, you're in field goal range. You're going to take a sack in that situation, young man. It's like a loss yeah. of 15. Yeah. These are points coming off the board because of things you do, not because of things we can't stop. Now, if you can clean that up against Oregon, who knows? Maybe Oregon's out of the conversation this weekend. Oregon's going to score 100 points on USC. <laughs> Bo Nix is having an incredible year. They're balanced, and USC hasn't stopped air. It would be stunning 
if somehow well, maybe Dan Landing calls a couple of fourth and threes. <laughs> and, hey, that's how they lost to Washington. Dan is Mike. The same guy. Yeah, same percentages on fourth down. Same asinine decisions. I mean, these. This is there you are. I don't know that Mike. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that Mike would have gone in those situations. Oh, I, you don't know that he wouldn't have. Correct. <laughs> We'll have to see when we get there. Hopefully we never do. Uh, Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, Seminoles, we all know how important it is to score in the red zone, but are you prepared for success in the retirement red zone? Five years leading up to your retirement date and the immediate five years after are a critical time of thoughtful planning for you and your family. And our friend and fellow Noel, Adam Tolliver, his team at Artisan Financial Strategies are prepared to coach you to victory. Some of us, well, we're at midfield and want to plan ahead. Others are ready to punch it in on the goal line. They're making sure you know how much you can spend without running out of money, protecting yourself and your family against rising health care costs, or carefully planning your legacy. The Artisan team brings a combined 30-plus years of planning experience and world-class resources to help you navigate the way. For more information, just head over to KnollRetirement.com. Now, that's one word, KnollRetirement.com. The Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness, two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at OrangeTheoryFitness.com. about that i wanted to look at something <laughs> so i looked it up the um i was just taking a look at the impressive out of conference stretch that the pac-12 had um early in the year which kind of set the table for the uh overall strength of, of conference out of conference. And, of course, the ACC did really well out of conference, too. We're second in the yeah, Power we're Five. we're behind the Pac-12, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, only the Pac-12 was ahead of the ACC and the Power Five teams with their out of conference matchups. Pac-12 was sensational out of conference. So, uh, this is one of those years uh, where I would tell you that um, the, the ordinary way in which we apply football logic to the Pac-12 does not apply. It's actually good this year. That's a lot of fun, too, because their conference championship game is played Friday night of that weekend. Yeah. So where everybody is, many of you will be out there uh, in Charlotte, up there in Charlotte, ahead of our game. You just hole up and you watch a game that has playoff implications the night before. That's just a ton of fun because when you're there on site for a conference championship game, obviously your attention is pulled away to your Knowles. But it's hard to lock in and watch the entirety of a game before we kick off. Like you'll have the Big 12 championship. That usually is the noon kick. Then they go to the SEC midday. And then I think we run concurrent to the Big 10 
championship game. Mm-hmm. But to have a night dedicated, like the Pac-12 does it right. That's in Vegas, that game. It's in Vegas the night before. Outstanding. It'd be, it'd be a good year to go to that game. Oh, yeah. Not just because you're in Vegas, but the quarterback play in that conference has been really good. I'm kind of curious, uh, if you are put in a position, because the fan base here, if this goes the way that we want it to, is going to be put in a tough position. And, you know, we've not had to experience this because we've not been in a position to do this yet. But if we get sent out to California for a playoff game and then the championship games in Houston, uh, you know, if you – I guess it will all depend on the matchup. The way you view it is the way you depend on who you think you can beat and who you think you can't beat or are likely to beat or not beat. Because – I. And I know there's a there's a cost prohibitive part to all of this too. Uh, we're fortunate the job that we have and you know all of that we probably find our way out there. But I'm I'm kind of curious um, what you would choose as a fan. I, I I guess I'm asking folks listening or in the chat if Florida State goes to Los Angeles and plays Ohio State because if things stay this way we probably would it'd be one four right and it would be out in la yeah and yeah. i think i think it's more likely it's two three ohio state and us you know we're michigan at this point us. at this yeah. point i think so too yeah so if it's two three we'll be in in yeah we still probably no be, it's just yeah it, yeah yeah because yeah. georgia let's say georgia or alabama is the one that's new or, orleans yeah, all that's the new way. orleans all the way yep you know it it's funny because i think if we got matched up against ohio state you know, I, I'm picking us against Ohio State. I like us to beat Ohio State, and that's the one in California. I'm I, if I'm a fan, I'm going to that one because there's no greater setting in college football than the Rose Bowl. You can't beat it. It's incredible, and it's not close. It's not close. So if you can do it, go do it. And you may say to yourself, "Well, I can't do both." Screw Houston. Been to Houston three times. Whatever. Go out to California. But then again, I know how absurd that sounds because I think we'd beat Ohio State, which means we'd be playing for the national title, and you want to go and watch the national title game. So I get it. I think part of the math, too, is are you going to go to Charlotte, which is a lot easier for many in our fan base to just drive to you know, or a cheap flight because you're on this side of the country. But that's an expense as well. And that essentially, you know, if we finish this thing right in the next 16, 17 days, we finish this thing right. That is a playoff game. It's a play-in game. You win it, you're in. Win and you're in. That's a really cool feeling too. Charles, yeah, and winning the ACC championship is much easier uh, for for most people to to deal with. Um, it's it's close. It's fun. It's it's a championship. Uh, well, but yeah, I, I, I yeah more than the conference trophy. It's about you're in the playoff. Like, that's why I would go. I wouldn't go to see them have a trophy ceremony. Who gives a damn? I'll find a bar by the time. Yeah, you know, it's, if I'm it's a fan. the launching. Yeah, it's, yeah. The, it's the launching it's, to the playoff. It's that, oh, my God, we're in. Like, I would want to see that moment. That would be – it's been nine years. It's been nine damn years. The playoff, I'm not saying that you're playing with house money quite yet because I want to see the matchup. Mm-hmm. I want to see who we play if, if we get to the playoff. But you didn't think it was going to be nine years. Georgia Tech was the team we played. Paul Johnson's Georgia Tech was the team we played last time we were in the ACC. It is hard to imagine, right? It's forever ago. Hogwatcher says, would Michigan choose the Rose Bowl as the number one seed? Yeah. I would definitely think so, given the ties of the Big Ten. Yep. I think they most certainly would. Old Dad, you can't possibly let politics get in the way of watching a football game in a stadium. That's ridiculous. 
There's so many stupid states all over this great country of ours, so don't worry about that. It's a silly way to go about your life. Um, that There is no better setting in the world than the Rose Bowl. Uh, it, it's, and it was uh, the championship game was better than the Rose Bowl because of the time of day it kicks. The mountains light up before they kick before we kicked off against Auburn. Like it's still beautiful the next year when you go for the proper Rose Bowl itself, and the kickoff is right. It close is to midday. It is, yeah, but when you got out there for the national title and the sunset occurs before you start, basically your pregame show is watching the beauty of the mountains, feeling the cool breeze off of the San Gabriel Mountains. It's so incredible, it, yeah. It, I mean, the hair's on the back of my neck, even to this day. Wow. And I went into it kind of jaded because of all the years that we were told that the Rose Bowl was the granddaddy of them all, and we were told over and over again about how this was uh, far and away the best backdrop or Better setting than for, your backwoods yeah, of living. You're like, yeah, hey, and man, I always felt it was kind of sending out. Get your out elitism out of here. Yeah, and then I went and was like, eh, they're right. They're right. This is way better than any place we've been. Yeah, the, this is uh, way better than the Orange Bowl. Way better than the Sugar Bowl. It's better than Tempe. We didn't get back down, or we didn't get down to the field for pregame before the national title, but we did before the Rose Bowl the next year against Oregon. Yeah, and yeah. we're on the field for both. Situations, on the field for warmups. Yeah, but I just couldn't believe how immaculate the surface was. Like when we got down there for the title game, I couldn't really tell how nice the surface was because there was garnet and gold confetti all over it. Because <laughs> we'd won the national championship. Yeah. So I couldn't really tell. And I did look at the uh, the mark in the Auburn painted end zone where Kelvin Benjamin landed. I took a photo of that because that was really cool. But before the kickoff, before even warm-ups, we got down there before the teams came out of the tunnels, Florida State and Oregon. It is absurd. It's like something out of what I imagine Augusta to be how perfect that playing surface is. Melissa writes, and you park on the golf course. It's amazing. Remember how we <laughs> were laughing right. about that? Yeah. You do. It's. Uh... I had to go find my buddies before the Auburn game. And I said, where are you? And we're under, because uh, they have the, it's not, what's the term? Balloons. I guess for lack of a better term, they have these balloons that tell you what lot you're in or what hole of the golf course it is. And they're like, we're under number 10. So you're looking in the sky and there are these little circles in the sky. Yeah. They kind of almost look like, uh, remember 76 gas stations? Yes, I do very well. They look like those, you know, off of the interstate. We're under number 10, so I ran over to go see him. But, yeah, you're on a golf course before it, too. And that neighborhood that you drive through to get into the stadium, you can think – I mean, we saw kids playing in the front yard with the backdrop of yeah. being the Rose Bowl. Like, they have no idea um, how fortunate they are to live in Pasadena. A Little League field. Yeah. And if you're playing center field, you see the mountains behind home it's plate. It's crazy. That, all of that, it's idyllic. I mean, you're just driving through that neighborhood going, are, these kids have no idea they're growing up in Pasadena, California, with that as the backdrop, the, it's the weather's perfect. You have the San Gabriel, and that the, the games being played there, it is stunning. Man, it is a tough call. I don't think you wait. I think you take the playoff. I think you go just you, to get to the playoff because you want to see a playoff game. Yeah, it, that's what yeah. I mean. I, that's why I brought it up. Is that like I'm wondering what the fan base will do. This is a new. This is the new era of college football. It's um, like if you're good, and soon we we hope this is very consistent this conversation you have an opportunity to like pick and choose like oh see i think we're gonna win this game so i'll wait till we go on the road the following week and we play at this stadium like when we go to 12 yeah yeah you're you're gonna be 
you know, if you're not in a position, let's say, to host a game in Tallahassee, you're, you're thinking, well, okay, do I go on the road here? Because we can beat this team on the road, but I think we'll lose the following week if we match up with so-and-so. But think about some of those possibilities. You could be playing Michigan in the big house in a playoff game. What? Yeah. That's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. And, and this is where it's good that they're expanding. You're going to avoid a lot of the nonsense that we get frustrated by when we watch the ranking show. Because when you watch the ranking show, like, we could do this, and you and I just kind of did it back and forth. We had some fun. Um, think about it. Like, you have to decide. When you're watching a team like Washington or you're watching Florida State, you say, okay, whose resume is better? One's number four, one's number five. They're both undefeated. It sucks that we have to do that. Only college football has this problem. You know, in, in, in the NBA and in, in pro football and in all these other sports where we crown champions – you don't have to get into, well, it's my feeling that this team is better. We have very similar resumes, but I feel like this team is better. What are we doing? That's a crazy thing to do. Right. It's unfair to both programs, both fan bases. Like, I, I can make an argument for Washington ahead of Florida State, and I can make an argument ahead for Florida State ahead of Washington. But why are we doing that? It's ridiculous. Well, one's correct and one isn't. But, well, yes, <laughs> the, the fun part is, though, you know it, and we will get sucked into it to a degree. But we do a good job of this, where we say, hey, man, you're arguing about 12 and 13. You're not arguing about one and two or three and four, four and five. But they're going to do that because they have to create the controversy of what poor group of five team. Like, James Madison should be in the playoff, damn it. By the way, have you seen this? Why is UCF in and James Madison is not? You know, that's going to come. That's going to happen. Or Oklahoma State got in. Uh, this is, you know what, the big the big conferences taking care of their own. Oklahoma State makes it. Meanwhile, Boise State, I mean, they're undefeated. I mean, you could – that, that – conversation is coming for who gets the final spot at 12 i'm not gonna worry about it if you're i, won't if, if you're, I mean no uh, if you're 13th or 14th yeah come on but we don't we know how ugly it gets we do we know how it ugly, gets ugly it gets. It was 68 and 70 yeah yeah so you have the 70th team, even though that's not really how it works um right with the at large, but yeah, yeah you're probably the 45th. Best yeah, you're team probably the, the 45th best team yeah, in the country yeah. getting screwed. So you can see it where emotions, and really that's the problem in college basketball in general because it's the only thing that matters anymore. They've cannibalized the regular season. Like college basketball started, you know, this week, and people are like, yeah, who cares? Nobody cares. Nobody's watching. That's, I'll be very interested to see those ratings. Will you? I, no, I, I. It's sad. It makes me sad. I, I used to love college basketball. Bring your uh, the magnifying glass. You're gonna it's, need it's, them. You're gonna. It, they have fallen off a cliff. Jeff Cameron Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV. Welcome back to the Jeff Cameron Show, sponsored by Legendary Home Loans, a mortgage experience designed around speed, simplicity, and customer service. Before you buy your next home, contact our friend Shannon Young with Legendary Home Loans. Visit FSUHomeLoans.com. FSUHomeLoans.com. Is a game you play, or do you not? You ever play it? My sure. Kid, my kids uh, play it. Modern Warfare Two is probably my my calling card because that's when I was in that that era. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Warfare Three just arrived at uh, Games for Less here in town. By the way, it's there. Okay, it's it's right there. It's early. You can go get it right now if you're in Tallahassee off Appalachian Parkway. 
I'm holding on for dear life with Halo. The amount of people that are on it these days has diminished greatly, but I'm still there, and I still am pretty good at it. I like that you wear your Halo excellence as a badge of honor, I sir. I do. I know you do. I know you do. It's a big point of pride. I, well, there's nothing wrong with it. It's going to be in my obit. He was, was really good at Dude was badass Halo. at Halo. <laughs> I don't think my kids have ever played Halo. I don't think they even know. Because it's, it's kind of waned some compared to where it was when you you, in your heyday, it, right? It came out when I was a freshman in high school. So that's 22 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, even through the 2010s, it was a pretty popular game. I'll answer the question, everybody. The uh, answer is 74. 74 Zaxby's of oh, Tallahassee. All right. Incredible. The amount of expansion since Monday is uh, remarkable. The demand is great. I think there was a 45, give or take three, on That's, Monday. That was on Monday, yeah. 45, 45 give or take three. Give or take three. So right. to get into the 70s in this short period of time really is amazing. So there it is. In the 70s. I, I think it's 73, maybe 76. I heard 74. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's changing by the second. Oh my God. <laughs> the market is so volatile. <laughs> so that's You just the- swiped my credit card. Where'd you go? <laughs> that's where it is. And uh, our friends at Zaxby's, proud Golden Chief Boosters for over 18 years. Speaking of 70s, let's go to the decade. Great decade. Somebody I know and love was born in the 70s. Thank you, sir. All right. I assume that was me. You was- <laughs> I let everybody, you know what, everybody who's driving around is like, I, thank you, Tom. Yeah, yeah, no, no. yeah. When you think 70s music, what is the first artist that comes to your mind? So, do you know why, so this is going to make you laugh. Uh, I have a- Barbara Streisand, really? No, uh, I have a joke for you. Um, well, an inside thing to tell you about. Um, because me and uh, <laughs> TPE- Talk about Yacht Rock on Sirius XM mm-hmm. and laugh at various artists, but also embrace certain other artists. And that era is a crazy era of oh, music. Michael McDonald, my man. So America's Sister Golden Hair is the one song that best represents that sort of era of music. And depending on how you feel about the band America, then you you kind of... This is where you're at, right? So that, to me, is Quinn. Now, there are so many great bands from the 70s, and this could turn into a music podcast that's real well, quick. That's why. You know how I am. You know how I am with this. It's an unbelievable decade. It's got everything. But I just wonder where got, your brain goes first it, with it. Well, it, because of this ongoing joke that I have with Mario, Mario is is it's it's America, Sister Goldenhair. Or... A little Ventura Highway? Perfect. That's Yes. Horse with no name, any of those America hits? Yes, yeah, you can. Yeah. You can go. But uh, Sister Golden Hair, as I said, um, you can have fun with that. But that doesn't mean that's the band I like the most or anything like that. It's just yeah. that's the one because we've had this ongoing joke about it, and so we send each other pictures anytime the song comes up on Yacht Rock, <laughs> <laughs> which means Yacht Rock's in your rotation. It's one of about twenty-five things in my All rotation right. that I'll spin through. Yeah. No, there's about hair nation. You got hair nation in there. It's in there. It's in there. You get. It's about moods. Yeah. You got to give yourself variety. First wave. First wave is definitely in there. You know me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. It's absolutely. Yeah, man. Forget about it. I've got all. I've got. Yeah. I've got like 25 things in the rotation. I even sit around and listen. 
for giggles to all the ridiculous religious stations that I have fun at their expense just listening to the nonsense. I crack up at the guys just stealing money from people. I, I can listen to it. My wife will be like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just making fun of these people. You say, baby Billy, why do you do it? Because <laughs> I'm selfless. I laugh at that. For and just fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, you can join, right. And I, I'm like, somebody's doing it. Somebody right now has been duped into believing this nonsense. And then I, and I'll do the same with, uh, and I'll flip over to like old timey storytelling stations. Like they have the old ones from like the 40s and 50s. Oh, yeah. That stuff's interesting to listen to the way they tell stories and how they created characters. One of my dad's favorite gifts that he was given, not by me, but was an old six CD. Uh, collection of the shadow right the radio broadcast so you can listen to those old shows and there's a lot of them some of them are really well done really well written and you think man how that's it's impressive (laughs) he'd always do the shadow knows (laughs) so happy yeah for me uh the spectrum's good too the spectrum is good. Agreed. Especially when Nathaniel Rateliff doesn't buy the entire channel for a few weeks weeks, right everybody has Nathaniel Rateliff you get all of it yeah uh, so it is tonight, we will have what should be fun and interactive at 6.30 instead of That's our right. typical 7. So we're going at 6.30 tonight. It's the JCS Interactive Hour brought to you by our friends at the Battles Inn. We look forward to all of you rolling on in here and uh, having fun with it. We will be fresh off the report. We're doing the report at 6. We are. It's gonna Which have is to not be live. That's It's going to have to be a brisk report. Um, we'll, it, could, it could be thorough but punctual. Yeah, got to be within thirty minutes. I mean, because we're starting at six, so let's get to, let's knock it out. I look forward to it. I think this is a, it's a perfect week, man. We've got friends and loved ones coming to town. I got a lot of people coming into town. It's Florida State, Miami. You know how much we love all this. This is going to be great. Um, and I just hope that we're healthy enough to play our best game. It's not because I'm sitting around feeling a sense of uh, dread or anything like that. I just, I love for us, every team does, but we really want to be at our very best. When you have a chance to to kind of put the dagger in Miami season and further separate yourself from not just that team, but perhaps the University of Florida, think about what's at hand here in the next three weeks. You could really change the recruiting game, as we said at the start of the show. That's it. The battle I and keep, the war. Yeah, I keep thinking being, about that more than anything else. It's concurrent fights here. You know, the, the battle is, of course, taking place at 3.30 on Saturday. And that's huge. Don't get me wrong. It's not a small one. It's not this tertiary battle that gets the right. back of the book. No, it's absolutely huge. Critical. But, I mean, all of it. The operation this weekend. This is the biggest weekend of the regular season. It's not close. It's not close for the operation of Florida State football. So make it count. When you get in position to deliver haymakers, you've got to make it happen. You know, we all lament in the course of a football game when you blow an opportunity to put a team away. This feels like a little bit of that. You've got the game itself that obviously you got to take care of. you got to win the game. But big picture, this feels like you're in a spot to deliver some haymakers. And if you do it, you can perhaps shake up the recruitment recruitment of a lot of these guys. You can have a chance to you know bring in a few players that right now are really needed in this program. Because while we're worlds better than we were, we're not quite there yet to be a juggernaut the way that Georgia is. Or, you know what I mean? This not, can help. This could go a long way to achieving that status. When you look out there, so when you're watching Georgia struggle at the beginning of the season, like me, you see a couple things. You see a team that's bored. 
And then every now and again, when you watch, you're like, oh, there's a team that can turn it on when they want to because they've got seven, eight guys at each position that they can turn to. This is an injury that's hindering them. There's a guy that got, oh, they're discovering this kid. And then, like, fast forward three weeks later, you're like, oh, no, damn it, they figured it out. Well, you can do that when you get a bunch of five stars. Right, right. And that's where we want to get to and how close we are. And these kinds of games, these kinds of moments do that for you. Well, it's also, you know, you hope that those particular traits – continue to carry the way that they did for 14 with us for Georgia you know perhaps they could be lax in certain moments and then the next thing they know they're in a dogfight a couple of turnovers and you're getting your ass kicked but that's for another preview that's right now you got you got to win for, these games yeah. in front of you uh, uh beautiful thing all right so don't forget tonight 6 30 we will see you guys there on uh, on the interwebs hope to anyhow good work out of you Tom good work director Matthew be well everybody peace Thank you.